Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can uplift the matriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Grace. And I'm Charlotte. This week's Pussy News episode, we talk about forced hysterectomies in ICE detention centers, the untimely passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and the controversial Danish kids program where they look at bodies in the buff. So, <laughs> okay. oh, do you want to talk about how we how we heard the news of the death of RBG? Because yeah, because it, it, it was pretty similar. Because I just called, I just called Charlotte, but I didn't want to like bring it up to her if she didn't already know. Yeah, and I was just like, hey, so <laughs> she's like, I'm in the bath. What were you doing? Yeah, that was like my night to really just shut down from the world. And I was like in the bath. I even like my friend was like, take a beer in the bath. And I was like, I've yeah. never done that. Oh, I've, I've done a lot of wine in the bath. Beer was great, though. Yeah. I mean, ice colds. It floats. Um, <laughs> if it, it floats. was fun. <laughs> but then my mom texts me mid bath because I'm like listening to a podcast, too. And she's like. Well, my <laughs> mom, I still love you. I'm just gonna do your voice. <laughs> well, my depression just took a nosedive. <laughs> Ruth is dead, <laughs> and we're fucked. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I just, I just got a screenshot from my mom from like, and I think she had been dead for like a solid eight minutes. Oh, it, she, I didn't even get the news like blips first. My mom was my first like news. <laughs> I was insane. And then I was like, I believe her because like she knows. I have crossed. <laughs> the fucked up you thing questioned. is I cross checked it. Well, because I had just come out of um, like this beautiful music. I was on. I was living on the high life. Mm-hmm. I was out of this beautiful music Vibin. performance. Yeah, my husband got to do three Nina Simone songs for this collection that's like going to be in her museum I was like this is amazing and then this creative space I'm like maybe we will survive yeah yeah Um, (laughs) so good and then I didn't want to say to the people that were around me like I was like hold on yeah I I was like I have terrible news but I'm not going to say it to anyone until I google verify it and there's like 50 stories so I mean I feel like we've talked about the possibility of her death on our show before we knew it was possible. I mean, she had pancreatic cancer. She Lung had cancer. Yeah. Multiple falls. I mean, she seemed like she Broken was, ribs. Like, dude, you had two types of cancer? Yeah. and she's amazing she, she hung on for that long. And I really thought she was going to make it, you know. And of course, yeah. she dies we told on Rosh Hashanah, the, the Jewish New Year. So that's like a high holy day. Um, and yeah, it sucks. I don't know if that's a good way to go if you're Jewish, but it, no, it is. seems no, like it. No, it's supposed to be. Okay, yeah. cool. It's, yeah, it's definitely like a that's good. That's amazing, then. It's, an, it's a good omen? Good? Yeah. Good well, vibes? I don't know if it's a good omen. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I mean, I think it's considered a positive in yeah, the Jewish it seems seems good. But I don't think anybody Jewish or otherwise is, is particularly uh, celebrating this. No, um, no. Because it comes at a at kind of the worst possible time um, that we could think of. Although, yeah, yeah, three more months. 
I know it's crazy. Um, and her like dying wish, I've been seeing that trending everywhere on her deathbed was like that her seat won't be filled until yeah. after the election. And I hope that that happens. I, th- I feel like the Democrats can definitely block it. No, they can't. They can't. We're they have fucked. no power. Mitt Romney came out today. Oh, what's like what's our, that guy saying? He was like our he was, only hope, dude. He was like rallying for Black Lives Matter. He was trotting out some fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, but it's just again some of that bullshit where he oh like, yeah yeah where he was just like he's a okay, Mormon. You're going to be him. the one person to be like semi ethical in some situations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to confirm. And he was cool. like one of the and then Susan Collins of Maine and there was one other senator that they thought. But that can like Romney tips the scales. They have fifty one votes and she's gonna be she's gonna be replaced i feel though i guess the whole controversy comes from you know in 2016 uh scalia died just Mm -hmm. randomly um (laughs) he's kind of a fat fuck wasn't he yeah, but RBG and him were good pals. They loved the <laughs> opera together. I, if I see one more fucking thing they about love the opera them together, the wow. opera together. But I mean, they're trying to like hold it up as a relationship where people with different viewpoints yes. can bipartisanship. You know. Well, I mean, but in theory, the Supreme Court is supposed to be nonpartisan, <laughs> but that's not how how right. it works out. No. So, um, yeah, RBG's been 27 years uh, on the bench. She was nominated by Bill Clinton, whose fucking rapist face mm-hmm. I've had to look at all week Yeah, to add insult to injury. I know. He's back. He's back. Back again. <laughs> Guess who's back? He's just like... It's Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh, God. Just put... Lock him away. Um, And, you know, I guess... RBG's it's almost like she became a pop culture icon I guess she really did when Trump got elected well I think. and no there's a documentary about her too and that's when the whole like notorious RBG thing started mm-hmm. I think so I always I do get ads all the time like pre her death for the I descent pins and oh stuff. yeah yeah all the like the collars and earrings and shit yeah I got bombarded with that I mean, she's and definitely still. adorable. I'll give her that. Yeah. Like, so cute. So Who tiny. Who doesn't love a tiny little Jewish lady? Yeah, who's like, you know, I who's mean, she's only the second. for women's rights. The only, yeah, the second woman ever to be on the Supreme Court. And mm-hmm. she's going to be the first woman ever to lie in state at the Capitol. In her, in her, so I think on Friday she'll be, her, yeah, her body. Oh. <laughs> Charlotte just mouthed her body. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, so we're going to have like a live funeral like one of those Probably. big shindigs and then okay. you saw everyone coming out like that night with the they brought out you know all the flowers mm-hmm. and the yeah when there are nine signs um but the biggest blow you know obviously she was bound to die at some point um how old was she 87 80? okay yeah 87 so uh and obviously she'd been through it but she but this is going to mean that in all likelihood they're going to appoint somebody who is not in favor. Of... I wonder if it's going to be a woman. It is. Okay. I think he's basically it said it. would make sense. Yeah. And I am i didn't go into a deep dive about, I forget, um, the primary woman. She's like, I don't know, the woman who that is in the highest consideration right now. Mm. But of course they have like the vetting process and yeah. whatnot. So it's going to be... You know, something that we're going to have to hear about for a while. Oh, yeah. It's like, just get it over with. It's happening. Um, But in 2016, after Scalia died, 
Obama nominated, and this was he died in January, and Obama nominated Merrick Garland mm-hmm. in March, I believe. So like before the primary process was even like completed or even really underway, um, and they were, and Mitch McConnell was like, "No, yeah, we will not." We will not appoint somebody during an election year. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everyone keeps calling them hypocrites, though. Like, that because now they're all taking it back. Lindsey Graham in South Carolina, our neighbor state here. God, that man. <laughs> oh. What a character. If you guys know anybody in South Carolina, Jamie Harrison is running against him and has a real, ch- I think, has a real chance hmm. potentially to unseat him. Nice. But yeah, he's like, use my words against me. You know? Okay. Okay, but I mean, we can say them. We can play yeah. back the fucking tape, but it's not going to change. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter at all. Right. Like, since when was hypocrisy the standard? Like, I'm almost irritated with the news at this point for feigning surprise or like we're supposed to be, yeah, why would we be? Of course they're going to nominate. I mean, this is huge for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually the numbers just aren't even going to be there for the Republican Party to continue to exist. But yet now they get a lifetime appointment. Yeah. Um, also, that's crazy, too, that it's lifetime. Right. Because back in the day, they didn't live as long. No, Maybe that people made were dying early. more sense, you mm-hmm. know, or something. And oh, my thing is, I think I'd be fine if Mayor Garland had been allowed yes. to be appointed. I think I'd be OK with them replacing her because, I mean, there is some time before the new president and it's a ridiculous stupid rule and mm-hmm. then they're like oh now you follow your rules it's like no <laughs> um so yeah so we just let's just hope that john roberts though has been a little moderate on the court and so maybe, he has yeah it's interesting yeah maybe he can hold it i think he's a bush appointee um Bush too. Yeah. Um, w. Yeah. W. Who we now also love. Let's just stop all this. I like, hate this bullshit. Hate. That's what I hate about like these, you know, like the fucking cornerstone liberals. It's just like, let's go back to when politics or politics. And oh, don't you wish we had George Bush again? Bro, really? Yeah. Remember the Iraq war? Remember the, the war crimes? The crime? Fucking Geneva? Like, yeah. No, no. Abu Ghraib. Oh, yeah. And Guantanamo, Mm -hmm. lest we forget. I mean, yeah, he was not a... Times were simpler. No, they weren't. Yeah. It was just easier. I mean, we had (laughs) 9-11. Yeah. We went to the war of our generation that continues on to this day. Mm -hmm. Let's not... Let's not go back. I mean, at least... I guess they could say at least they were talking across the aisle. And, I mean... Okay. I guess that's the, the That's thing. the thing. That's but, what we're, yeah, holding on to. But right. that's not happening And anymore. also, like, the fact that we've all been, like, holding on to poor Ruth for, you know, I dear know. life. Dude, we had to prop this woman up who had cancer. And you feel bad that she probably died, like, knowing that she was going to, that this is going to fuck us. I mean, it's not her fault. Yeah. Uh, that she's dead. But, yeah. But, I mean, obviously, if she felt the need to, like, dictate that as her last statement. Right. Then she realizes what's at stake here. Oh, yeah. So people with vaginas should think about, I've been seeing so many people being like, get your IUD I've now. been seeing that, too. Yeah, you need to lock your birth control in. Um, ha- so Have a long-term plan. And the truth is, is that abortion will never stop happening. It will just be less safe and that will Mm -hmm. most impact 
you know, people who are marginalized and do not have money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, so I don't think like it's probably not a personal threat to me. Like there's always going right. to be some, yeah, some doctor, but who knows what else they could do in terms of just birth control, period. Right. And yeah, one of the strategies they did say that could save us, I don't know how I feel about this either, though, is if they expand the Supreme Court, like if Biden were to win, then they can add additional Supreme Court justices, which apparently the number what? of Supreme Court justices has varied over time. I didn't so know that. They could add, like if they made it 12 then they could stack, quote unquote, stack the court. Does this have to be like, what do you call it, a presidential? Um... I think it would happen through Congress plus president. But that doesn't seem fair to let like one, to add a bunch and then let one president, you know. I mean, because don't get me wrong, like I'm not stoked on whoever the fuck about by I mean, it certainly would be a less bad person. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's not going to necessarily. It's not going to be a progressive uh, candidate. Yeah, we have to stop talking about the system as if it's, you know, I don't know. I think liberal people are especially loath to, <laughs> to do that, to just go ahead and be like, okay, well, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg didn't do everything right as much as right as much as we appreciate her service. She... I did find out though um, that she was working as a lawyer um, in the 1973 challenge to North Carolina's forced sterilization, which we covered in and are about to cover again. again right? Yeah, <laughs> forced sterilization. It comes back. We're always doing it. We're we all... love it in America. Yeah. We love to do that to women, specifically women of color. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, so she has done, I mean, she's definitely done great things. She's been, you know, trailblazing. It's yeah. still in the context of what we exist in, which is a right, yeah. heteropatriarchal white supremacist society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so there have been, you know, I just, I there's definitely been some call out what uh, I saw that like, um, like black Twitter was say- was saying this is white women's nine eleven. Yes, I saw that too. It really <laughs> is. Like, but I mean, we we should always be cautious. I just read Angela Davis, uh, my first Angela Davis book, which is crazy that I haven't done it before. Um, but you know, she she's just very cautious about like trying to put um collective things on individuals so she was like you know like we always look at martin luther king well you can pick apart a person because people are inherently flawed and Mm -hmm. not everything you know but it really it's not like martin luther king did the civil rights movement by himself right he had to get everybody else on board same thing these i mean cases that come up in the supreme court involve activism at all Mm -hmm. different levels yeah so so, yeah, I think it's important to contextualize that. But she has not always been a friend to indigenous folks and has not always been a friend to workers' rights. Um, she definitely was the glue that was holding our right to choose together. Though. Yes. Yeah. So um, and I mean, it's amazing. And I, I've also seen that clip that like basically she would have never gotten on the Supreme Court had she not faced so much discrimination because she really like wasn't getting law jobs. She's like, I probably would have been just a corporate lawyer. But instead, I ended she ended up teaching and then that ended up going into the ju- judicial side of the law um, since she hadn't been able to, you know, uh, make her way like into these law firms and stuff mm-hmm. so um but yeah put all the good vibes out there that whoever does get appointed isn't 
such an extremist. We don't really need another person who has sexually assaulted people on the Supreme Court. Jesus we have, Christ, yeah. We have we have two. That's mm-hmm. that's a fair number. We have two. <laughs> that's crazy. And I mean, I guess I'm just trying to bright side. But I yeah. I guess at least they're considering a woman. Not that a woman is always going to represent the right. rights of women. I I've seen like on on the internet or something like the liberals wet dream is like a woman president with like drone machines or something like that. I I didn't <laughs> the, it's it's said better. I should have looked it up in this <laughs> quote. But um yeah, but I mean voting in November is not the end all. Like that's I know that everyone is like this is why you need to vote, but like if one more you fucking person tells me that, so much more. Like it's, I'm it's like, clear. Of course I'm gonna vote. Yeah. Of course I'm fucking. Vo- I don't know anyone who's not voting. I mean, maybe I should find those people and tell and, them and tell them to vote. But I don't. It's not. That's not the problem. Mm-hmm. That like, oh gee. No, that's not gonna fix it. Yeah, it's gonna take. It's e- gonna- and if Biden wins, you still need to fucking fight for because what's going on in fucking ICE detention centers right now? Yes. Yeah, this is an extremely disturbing story. Um, And we know these places have just been uh, places of atrocities uh, for human health uh, rights. It's been going on for years. And um, I don't know. We just it's not in the news that much. Yeah. But thankfully, we had a whistleblower who Mm -hmm. came out and and started telling us um, about what was going on. Her name is. Uh, Dawn Wooten and she is a nurse uh, in the Irwin County Ice Detention Facility which is in Osceola that's how I think you say it Osceola Georgia Mm -hmm. which also like this is some ignorant shit on my part but for whatever reason I picture ice detention facilities Texas being in like Texas Arizona well I think because when they were first uh, popping up I think like the main one was in tech is in Arizona and that's when you saw them covered by the media and you saw people and teachers and nurses going there and bringing supplies to these people yeah and I mean and I they're don't know just, what's happening now they're being separated from their families mm-hmm. then they're like housed in these run by private well this particular facility yes. that is run by um, LaSalle Corrections they operate, mm-hmm. operate seven facilities in four different states. Um, but I read that 70% of ICE detention facilities are run by private corporations. So Just like our prisons. And we know our prisons are fucked up. And this is even is way worse. There's absolutely nobody, no oversight. There's people are, These people are not. I mean, I, I hesitate to use the word criminal because that doesn't always describe people who are in prisons. But I mean, these people haven't even committed any no. quote unquote crimes. No. Um, except for the crime of like wanting to be safe in this country, which mm-hmm. obviously they're not safe here. No. So. And I mean, you've seen, you've seen on the news, like what, what it looks like. It's just, it's literal cages and concrete flooring. And so this woman um, was a nurse at one of these um, facilities and then she started you know just asking questions about like um, are we testing uh, the people who are housing here for COVID-19 because we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and we're housing hundreds of people together without proper sanitation food water you no can't masks, go to the bathroom no oh absolutely no masks oh hell no but they don't even have like cleaning supplies Mm-mm. 
the the people who are housed there are the are like have, like it's like forced labor for them to clean it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she started she started coming out with with that piece of it, but then also, right. Um, so she's working with Project South, which is a nonprofit. Um, and so they just came up with a baseline, unsanitary conditions, um, lack of at- medical care, just basic medical care. But then you find out that they're doing forced sterilizations on women, so which is an extreme medical care, well, which I'm very confused why. Right, like how do you have the money to yeah, do that? To do that and do actual procedures and surgeries, um, but you can't provide masks or anything like that. Um yeah, so she said that there's this one particular doctor, um, gynecologist, that she dubbed the uterus collector, which is extremely ominous. It just sounds very terrifying. I know. Just hearing that, oh, yeah. I was listening to her this morning on Democracy Now! And I was just like, oh, it just sounds like, you know, the next Marvel supervillain. Yeah, for real. Like, I just picture, like, a dude, like, just like a shadow man with long fingers and arms and just, just like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she was like, everyone he sees, he's taking all their uteruses out, and he's taking their tubes out. Um, and I think they found five women um, have had forced hysterectomies, but then medical officials and the director of ICE Health Services are denying all this, of course, and claiming only two women received the procedure since 2018, which... But Project South is now representing 17 detainees. And I don't even... I mean, historically, what they have done is that a lot of times you don't even know that 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 they actually performed no yeah the hysterectomy i mean just like when we did the eugenics episode like you don't know what's happening to yeah you. So they're they, like we're we're gonna take you in here's a cyst we're getting rid yes, of the cyst they commonly use that like oh you have ovarian cysts we need to take those out so yeah. they they don't tell you up front at all what's going on and like some of the women i think started to notice because they like weren't getting their periods anymore mm-hmm. and stuff like that but this doctor mahendra amen um he is not a board certified OBGYN. Oh my God. So he's not, I mean, board certification, I guess, is one of those things um, where it's technically optional. Oh, really? But hmm. like frowned upon that one would not, because basically it means he's probably not a specialist in the in obstetrics and gynecology. Mm-hmm. So. Seems like in a government facility, you should definitely have a board certified specialist working there. But of course, they're all private organizations. So his practice was also sued for Medicaid and Medicare fraud. Mm, um, makes sense. So with eight, yeah, I think there were eight total defendants. So he doesn't have a great reputation on that front. Um, but you know, it's like it's. I mean, to me, this is a form of genocide. You know. Um, and we've seen it time and time again. And thankfully, we have people who are speaking out. But I, oh, I watched. Did you see the video that the women in the in the detention facility, they mm-hmm. made this video where they all had signs and they were talking about, <clears throat> they were mainly talking about the COVID conditions and they were talking about fear of retribution and everything. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I mean, I was just crying. I couldn't, this one woman just comes on there and she's so... Um, impassioned and it takes so much bravery to 
stand up against these people and to say something. And, you know, Dawn Wooten essentially lost her job. Yeah. Um, yeah. They or fired she had her, her hours cut significantly. At first. And then, yeah, they fired her in July. She herself has sickle cell anemia and so she's in a high risk category for covid mm-hmm. she was she was like knowingly being exposed to it she was reporting that and then they were saying like oh you can't take sick days while you're waiting for your covid test to come back <laughs> and they're saying that there's like 50 up to 50 women in a cell but in the video they're just like we're mothers oh yeah oh yeah it's uh it's devastating to see that um yeah. Um yeah, the the accounts from these women are really it's it's heartbreaking. Um this one woman uh she stated that they all began to fear this specific doctor and she was given a psychiatric evaluation the same day she refused surgery that was supposedly for um excessive bleeding while she menstruated. Um, and she, she stated, I'm nervous about my upcoming procedure. I'm worried because I saw someone else after they had the surgery and what I saw scared me. Wow. So, and, and also, you know, there's a language barrier that's involved in a lot of these cases and they don't have translators that they're supposed to have, Mm -mm. which also like, first of all. I feel like there's enough Spanish speaking people that you could just find people who speak Spanish if that's, you know, to like work at these facilities. I don't know. That seems like I think you totally could. But that's not that's definitely not the you're right. I guess the goal right. of this, yeah. you know, it's just to house people and, and they're waiting like up to a year for their first court date. I mean, like these are people who are often seeking asylum mm-hmm. um, from leaving dangerous situations in their countries of origin and um yeah, but they have filed a complaint with the Department of Homeland Security, the Office of the Inspector General, mm-hmm. um, saying that these were done without informed consent. And 170 members of Congress are now demanding an inquiry into this practice. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi spoke out against it, too. And she even brought up um, all all of uh, America's history of forced sterilization. She mentioned North Carolina specifically and the Tuskegee experiments. and Yeah, but let's just not – we have to – I mean, it seems like especially in situations, the more vulnerable you are mm-hmm. in terms of – like the more – I mean, I, I mean, I imagine that forced sterilizations happen out in not – you know, like – non-incarcerated situations also like with people just not understanding what they're you know or maybe being told what they're um what they're doing but like once you're in that position like who are you supposed to go to oh yeah you don't have any family you don't have support systems nobody's Mm going to be advocating for you and these are just people who are trying to seek out um medical care that's already very difficult to get but yeah it does seem wild that they would devote resources to that when mm-hmm. you they don't have resources for basic cleaning care. supplies yeah yeah and people are running fevers and you know and they're trying i mean they're like trying to social distance you know because they all know, know what's going on they have the yeah. news um and uh yeah and i mean a lot in some places like they're releasing folks for you know when they're in cramped i mean in in regular prisons mm-hmm. yeah um 
And they should be doing more of that because we don't need this to spread. And it's the guards and shit that are bringing oh, it yeah. in. Mm-hmm. But um, I also saw they, they held a protest in New York about this. And 86 people were arrested. I watched the videos. NYPD. Mm, they don't fuck around. They were not. And, and, They're on horses, too. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and they were, and they just were all like, it was like failure to disperse. It was broad daylight, mm-hmm. like nothing crazy was happening at all, and they would just like charge them all with failure to disperse. Um, you know, like really aggressive, aggressive hands-on arrests. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of people, and there have been several other protests, but I feel like we don't even hear about stuff no. like that. Like no. that, I Not just on happen. mainstream news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think we're also suffering from like too much. There's so much going on. And I feel like the news can only handle one like. Like crisis overload. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we hit 200,000 people dead from COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's, all that. it's like a blip, a blip on the radar mm-hmm. at this point. Because they're like, oh, well, I mean, you can only emotionally. Take in so much. Right. Yeah. Um, if you want to donate, though, to help support these people, you can go to ProjectSouth.org. It looks like a really cool organization. It's existed for 30 years. It's youth-led, and they're working in all areas, um, different areas of social justice um, based primarily out of Atlanta. Nice. Helping get these COVID tests in the community and stuff, too. Also, there's a new movie that's coming out about uh, the forced sterilizations in California prisons called Mm. Belly of the Beast. And so I think that that would be good for us to watch, you know, but it's like, when do you, when are we going to learn to stop doing this? You know, Um, I don't know. So I, I wish that we had, I don't know. I just, it's one of those things where I just sometimes feel like kind of just like flabbergasted and like what the fuck it's also very it's strange like it's a juxtaposition when you see so much like Ruth is gone our rights are being taken away we have no rights now it's going to be the handmaid's tale and you know who's primarily saying this is middle class white women and then you see like um Immigrant women women of color and women in Latinx communities are have no choice at all. Right. Right. And those choice. Right. And the choice that we take. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We already have so many more choices. Yeah. So many aspects to begin with. Like what we're doing is like doing an Instagram post about it's all going to go to hell. What are we going to do from here? Yeah. And then. Yeah, there's there's some bad shit. There's well, I mean, and that's why when you start there, like if we started right, at places like a, that, yes. then we would not. Yeah, then those other those other problems would naturally resolve. I feel mm-hmm. like um, Ruth would want you to fight for those women in ICE detention centers. Yeah. So yeah, and also like she's dead. It's not going to help her to you know continue with this endless to keep mourning her reverence yeah yeah i mean I, everyone's like we couldn't even mourn ruth for two days before we talked about the next appointment well of course fucking not like that's yeah i mean that's not how the news cycle works anymore yeah <laughs> and of course the first logical also the first logical question is who who's it gonna be right, yeah i'm concerned what, right i want to know inquiring <laughs> minds want to know i'm not gonna wear black for a whole day and like yeah uh, well i don't know what the proper jewish um Oh, morning would be 
Cover, I did see cover that. Cover your mirrors. Cover the mirrors. I that did see that point. you should stop saying R.I.P. R.B.G. Because that's not in line with Jewish faith. Oh. So. What about rest in, what if the P is for power? I feel like that could work. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe. It's not the same. Yeah, not the same structure. Yeah. May her memory be a blessing. That's what you're supposed to say. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Bless up. Bless up, bless up, RPG, <laughs> and bless and bless these these women in the ice detention facilities and all of. I mean, every person. Th- I mean, they're taking a newborn babies are taken away from their, their mothers, and kids are being put into foster care. It's fucking insane. We're what about we're parent- doing, yeah, it's America. Oh, <sighs> it is. Um, it is. Um, sorry yeah but it's easy yeah and like it's so easy to lose all these things in the fray too. yeah like I feel like it's so much that's what I'm working on personally mm-hmm. is trying to figure out like how do we uplift everyone and also obviously maintain our own san- mm-hmm. sanity along the way and put that all in perspective but um I mean I don't yeah I watched a inspiring live feed after rbg died uh aoc our our new three-letter champion um she was like what do we do now kind of thing and she was just like you need she's like trust me the path will be there if you start getting out in the community and you she's like you Mm -hmm. don't have to start a new organization um you can get out there and figure out who's already been leading and then start following their lead and locally yes grassroots organizing Mm -hmm. I also love that she said, sorry, you're not going back to brunch. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I was like, true. You're right. <laughs> then she shared somebody who, later on her feed after that. It was like, I'm at brunch, but don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be on the streets later tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, but I mean, I have to say her tone was definitely. I mean, she, yeah, we're, we're in some deep shit, but yeah. we may need we may need to. Uh, bottom out before we can you know rise you know sure before we can have the intervention yeah you know yeah yeah yeah. rock bottom rock rock bottom we're are we there yet we're close (laughs) um i don't know what i don't know what it's gonna have to take to raise the collective consciousness but i mean having these conversations learning about them Mm -hmm. that's helpful tell a friend what's going on see if you have some money that you can donate um to any of the wonderful causes and Project South would be a great place to start. Yes. But for our fun story of the yeah, day. Yeah, we're switching. We're switching. Yeah, now. we were like, we have Ooh. to have a fun one. And this one is kind of fun. It's, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, somewhat controversial. But for for like more Western cultures in America yeah. specifically, I think, because we're so uptight about sex and bodies in general. Yeah. There's a... A Danish TV show called Ultra Strips Down, and it's for the kiddos. Yeah, 11 to 13. And host Janik Shao, um, <laughs> who I believe is also a creator, um, kind of helps kids ask questions that they might have about bodies. Yeah, it's great. So they take real people who just volunteer to be on the kids show. Just people on the street, and they bring in um, classrooms of 11 to 13 year olds, and they bring in the teacher, of course. And they, of course, the kids' consent is number one priority. They ask if 
They yes. they check in on them throughout the show, which I think is amazing. Well, because it's also mod like modeling con- the continuation yes. of consent, because consent doesn't just happen it doesn't one just, time. Yeah, you ask the question, then you're good. No, you yeah. gotta check in. Um, so they ask if they're ever uncomfortable. If they are, they can leave and sit with their teacher. And apparently, out of like 200 or 300 students, as for as long they've been doing this for a year, I think. Yeah, they're on season two now. No one has asked to do that yeah which is awesome they're learning and i don't i don't understand danish but i've watched clips of the show because it's funny because you're like what are they saying but i mean the kids seem just like curious but like not uncomfortable or weirded out yeah so it starts out with like five um models um and they start out with bathrobes and then they're like okay now we're gonna take off the robe and then they just stand in their little spot that says their name and Kids just raise their hand, ask questions about their body. Yeah, and they'll like talk about body hair or, Mm -hmm. you know, like asking them if there are things they want to change about their body or asking about tattoos, like just simple things. But I was thinking about that, like, I mean, more or less kids are going to kids are going to see uh, naked bodies. You can control how they do it. Like this is like a safe space where they can ask healthy questions. Mm -hmm. So, you know. These kids are on Instagram all the time seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe scantily clad people who have, you know. Definitely in Photoshop for sure. A certain, yeah, certain body type. Mm -hmm. They also represent uh, transgender, non-binary people too. Which is so cool. Um, and, And the parents can consent to it too. Yeah. Another thing they do as a safeguard too is that they never show the kids and yes. the nude adults in the same shot. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was I was like, oh, that's interesting. That yeah. makes sense, though. That's good. But I mean, some people are upset about it here. I mean, I don't think they're upset about it there. It won the best children's well, there was, TV show in 2019. It did. But uh, of course, like everywhere, there's like a right wing agenda popping up. So I think some member of a right wing party in in Denmark Denmark yes <laughs> where Danish is spoken um, I think he was like this is you know this is not the way to do it um, right there were people who were like saying they were pedophiles and it's like whoa dude there's nothing sexual about it honestly the fact that you're making it so sexual is kind of maybe you're the pedophile maybe yeah who's the pedophile now um yeah and i read why why i read comments ever i should just stop it's not good for my mental health um but i read the comments on the new york times because the new york times is the one who put out the story which now it's like oh you know but it's been obviously it's been existing Mm um but that people were also like body shaming the people on the show saying you're showing non-healthy bodies because you know there are people of like various sizes on Mm -hmm. the show but hello that's ages too and ages yeah different levels of body hair different like they were just all different like types of yeah of people and i i feel like that you know they're like if you want to show kids what an unhealthy body looks like and it's like stop conflating health with size mm-hmm. those two things are not the same yeah so there you know i wish i mean obviously this shit would never fly in the united states no i mean just like i mean we can't even get sex education dude we can't right yeah we want our kids learning about bodies the normal american way secretly in their bedrooms watching 
graphic porn yes that, uh, harm that's that shows abusive behavior towards yeah. women yeah that's why that's how we like it here keep it up <laughs> see how that goes <laughs> yeah i oh i was reflecting today though like do you what naked bodies did you see as a child um i definitely saw my dad naked when i was younger yeah and that was alarming <laughs> <laughs> i just because i was the open door bathroom person oh yeah i still am my bathroom um, door doesn't I, really close all the way though i i am too even when i'm pooping i'm fine with it yeah and my mom was too i think me and my mom and then but i guess i just busted in and saw dad fully naked and i was like oh wow yeah. All I really remember is the droopy balls. Yeah, because you're like, what's this? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what that one was. It's funny. Like, I would say three and four is when kids start to recognize, like, different genitalia is happening out there, I feel like, and start asking oh, yeah. questions. Preschool, yeah, what, for sure. Yeah. That's how they know, like, I'm a girl, you're a boy. That's the, I feel like I might have said this on the show before, but I'll say, but I'll say it again because I think it's a... Um, a funny thing so my cousin my cousin was like a little kid and saw my uncle naked and said what's what's that little thing <laughs> and I'm like I love kids um so yeah they're just gonna ask normal yeah, questions yeah. and also like kids who have siblings and stuff they probably see like breastfeeding stuff like that oh yeah all sorts of stuff you know I feel like I didn't I didn't see I don't remember really seeing my mom naked very much as a kid. Like I feel oh, like I saw my mom naked a lot. We're like, you know, from a, pro- a Protestant. <laughs> we're, uh, we're like, yeah. I feel like we're from a. I don't know. It, I mean, it wasn't like nobody ever said like, "Oh, that's wrong" or anything. It just wasn't like, yeah, privacy, privacy. Yeah, privacy. yeah. I um, do like though that on the the show is great. I really wish that this could happen here, but like. One episode, there's a man who the kid was like, "Do you is there anything you wanted to change about your body? And he was talking about his penis size and he was saying like, I wish when I was younger that I was a little bit larger, but now like I love my body. And he was actually, he suffered from, or he has dwarfism. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, so- we're just like openly talking about our own insecurities because everyone has them. Don't just pretend like, you know. And you're- also like this new thing about like self yeah you know, self-love is important but like all all bodies are good bodies like there is like you don't have to love your body you know I feel like you can just be content with your body you have your body you don't have to be like I love myself yeah you know well or like setting I mean I think that's kind of goes into like toxic positivity like mm-hmm. that maybe yeah that maybe you're like I mean, I think you should definitely embrace what your body. I think a lot about what my body does for me, mm-hmm. and that um, I, a friend of mine said that a while ago, and I, and I was like, I love that, and I'm just gonna think about it. Like, thank you, body, yeah. for you know, like getting me through my day, for being able to like, you know, I'm so lucky that I'm able to like walk places, or that right. I have, you know, like I have the ability to do everything that my body gets me through every day, and like it's a big helper it's yeah don't know what i do without it you know love having it being grateful for those little things um but yeah we're so set up to have unrealistic expectations yeah well some people were being critical of um 
the New York Times referring to it as less than perfect bodies on the show, mm. like as if there is a perfect body. And as we right. know over time, like the standards of perfection, particularly when it comes to women's oh, bodies, change. Yeah, yeah. have changed. I mean, it does for it does for the male body as well. But yeah, it changes over time. Mm -hmm. And I wish we could all see like, hey, I mean, I, st I still would like to see more representation representation just like what's going on out there yeah in media for adults right <laughs> it would be nice right can we have the, yeah. right. do you think we could get away with this show for us or would everybody see that's the problem mm. we're like we're like super horny puritans in the u.s you know yes. like we can we are yeah. super horny that's the thing and we're so repressed it's because we're so horny yeah that's why we're so horny in other countries they're just like new you know public nudity is yeah. like more mm -hmm. of a thing um and that's my whole thing is like i'm not against it like technically in north carolina you don't have to wear a shirt in public if you're you know if you have breasts mm -hmm. but that would make me uncomfortable only because I know how other people. Everyone would be looking. Yeah, it would be so much. And there's like no one else doing that. I would love for there to be a day when a titty could just pop out and, <gasps> and no one, you know, no one's like titty. What if we started a day in Asheville? You know, they've had, they have had this. <laughs> have you seen the titty protest? I'm taking the and no one, no one even tear gassed them. There was like, oh, thank God. They were like the top. <laughs> my titties they were like yeah there was like the topless protest i've gone oh. i mean i've been present at them not topless before yeah I, I yeah i didn't well it's weird because it was a protest but it's actually completely legal so yeah that is kind of what strange. are you protesting you've already won yeah um but yeah raising I, awareness raising awareness free free the tatas mm -hmm. we should be able to do that but, and then, then that's what people always say about it, though. Like, Asheville, debauchery. Ch yeah, what yeah, about yeah. the children? What about the children seeing a titty? I mean, the titties. What's wrong with the titty? That, they, that is their life. That's yeah. how you survive exactly. is through titties. <laughs> that's the first thing they see. Yeah, that's like the, <laughs> yeah, that's like the closest thing to their, yeah, their first sight is a titty. And it's like automatic. The baby tries to find it immediately. I know. They're, even babies that you don't even know are trying to find this a titty. This random baby is trying to find a titty. It's happened to me before. Yeah. It's alarming. I think. Um, I got bit on I the actually titty. think I saw, I wondered the other day, I took this video of my dog who seemed like he was I think he was searching he was for a titty for in his titty. sleep. Aww. He was like sucking in his sleep. Aww. And I'm like, oh, does he miss the? Because, you know, they take him away when they're so young. Yeah, they do. So, yeah, I think I think that we should. Uh, we're going to post. The, it's all blurred out, but we'll show. Yeah. Um, we'll post the show in the comments. If anyone speaks Danish and wants to translate these for us. Where my Danes at? I would be more than happy. You know, because I just wanted, I really, I actually tried to start Googling because they would put the questions oh, wow. on the bottom the of the page. Yeah. yeah, I Google That's, translated okay. it. Good for but you. But that only got me the question and not the answer. Yeah. So that would be great to have if anyone has any suggestions from there. And just think about how you can model body positivity or, you know, like that would be great if you're just like, Hi, if I had a child, like this is pubic uh, hair, yes. you know, you're mm -hmm. going to get this, you know, when you're, you know, at this age and it's not, you know, just normalize it. Yeah. Um, because everybody needs to, to see that. Um, and they're going to see, they're going to see it. They're going to see it either way. So you yeah, don't you want to contextualize it safely. <laughs> Do we want to start asking people to send in their horror stories their sexual <gasps> horror stories yes um ideally we'll have a better setup for this but 
right now you can just like shoot us an email um message us you can send us a voice message though we could take your voicemail and put it on you know like just record just record a voice uh-huh. message on your phone or and then we can take the audio of that if mm-hmm. you'd be willing to share because um yeah we want to it's getting spooky it's yeah we're trying to do like a spooky um <laughs> halloween sex episode yes and so if you have any scary <laughs> tales from the crypt of your bed <laughs> Send them, send them to us. Yeah, anything fucked up or just like embarrassing, we'd yeah, love to hear love, it. Because we've, we've shared our shit. Yeah, we've shared so much for you. With Are you. you tired of our crap? It's time. I'm and I'm sure all the time though people do do share stories like on the side. But I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know. So we know you're out there, and mm-hmm. we'll keep it anonymous for you. Or if of you, course, if you even want to make up a, a pseudonym, you're welcome to. Ooh. You know, you you can make it a scary one too. Yeah. Um, you can so email us at comequeenspodcast at gmail.com you could send us a message on Facebook Instagram probably Twitter maybe we'll see it maybe we won't it'll be a surprise that's yeah. Come Queens Pod um, and yeah we'd love to hear from you <laughs> thanks for listening stay strong and we love you <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week Bye.